The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. The Mind Aware 325. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> Oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> what I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. Dana Wild here, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show. You know, I'm having such a great topic today, and I'm so excited about it because it's something near and dear to my heart, which is giving back. One of the reasons it's fun to be an entrepreneur is because you get to make all the decisions in your business. You get to decide how you run your business, what you do with the money, what kind of message you want to bring to the world, what kind of change you want to bring to the world. I mean, that's the beauty of getting to run our own programs. And I remember when I was first making a decision about what kind of give back I wanted to do and I was thinking to myself, you know, I want to start an animal rescue program. And I kept thinking, like, start my own shelter, make money so I can do that. And it occurred to me at one point, like, I don't have to wait until I do that big thing. I can start now. And so I started getting involved, as many of you know, with my local no-kill shelter here. And so I thought you might enjoy hearing from Kirsten Bunch. Kirsten Bunch, she is the founder of the Change Makers Program. And what she does is she goes out and she helps entrepreneurs and she helps executives work in their own give back, their own way of giving back to the world and giving back to the community if for no other reason, because you know what? It feels good, right? And we're all about feeling good. And so let's dig into that, shall we? Hi, Kirsten. Good to hey. have you here. Hey, Dana. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah, I'm excited too. So, you know, it feels to me, and I could be wrong about this, but it feels to me like this is an idea whose time has come and that people are jumping on this bandwagon more and more. Do you find that? Are the entrepreneurs coming to you? Are you finding more and more people are wanting to do some kind of a give back? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my my phone and email box is, is, is ringing and pinging a lot. And I think what I'm finding is that people are seeing that our communities need help. And whether we're talking about a community in the U.S. or we're talking about a community somewhere else in the world, we're seeing that our communities need help. And people more and more are stepping up and saying, you know what? 
what can I do? What can I do? I can't keep like posting stuff on Facebook and, you know, just ranting about like a problem that I see. Like it's time that I start doing something. And I'm also, and I'm also seeing that a lot of people who, you know, are mid career, like 20, 30, they've, they've built empire, 20, 30 years in, they've built empires big and small. And now they're just like, well, wait a minute. When I graduated college, I had this dream to, like, change the world. I was going to give back in a really big way. And now all this time has gone by. I'm like, holy cow, like, what happened to me? And so I'm finding that they're coming to me because they want to realign that, that dream they had coming out of college with who they are now. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I'm wondering is, I don't know if most people are like me. You know, we have that tendency, don't we? We think like everybody's like us. So I know myself when I way back in the day when I was very first starting to figure out like volunteering and I was volunteering for everybody. Like I was literally like seven days a week somewhere volunteering for something because I had so many passions. And I'm wondering if a lot of people are like that who come to you. Do they usually know like, this is my thing, and I want to help this thing, or usually do they need help with clarification about what's my number one passion? Yeah, it's a great question. I have people coming to me that say, like, I have a client right now that I'm talking to, um, that I'm working with, that she knows exactly what she wants to do. She wants to, oh, I don't, I, maybe I shouldn't give it away, but she wants to do something working with girls and, and science and, and technology, and she knows exactly what she wants to do. She doesn't know how to do it, though. That's the problem. And that's always hard. Like, figuring out, like, what, you know, what the best thing to do is always hard. And then I have uh, another client who I'm working with who is, like, I'm retiring in a couple of years. I don't know. Like, I like all these issues, but I could not pick one if I, if I had to. Um, and, you know, my advice to people is, like, pick one or pick two. If you really can't pick, just pick one. Pick two, because what happens is when you're just like pulled in this direction and that direction and like, oh, the, the, the dogs over here and the children over here and the, you know, the turtles, your, your focus, you know, gets diffused and you don't, you're not able to make real change because you're, unless you're, you're really, really good, you're being pulled from in, in many different directions. Yeah, I can totally identify with that. And so actually, it leads me to ask about how to pick an organization or if you start an organization, because I know for myself, I had some really specific criteria that I wanted for an organization that I work with. And besides kind of the obvious, like it had to be a no kill shelter and all of these kind of things, I wanted an organization that was a, a size where I feel like I could make an impact, yeah. you know, where it felt like yeah. if I showed up there, it would make a difference. Do you find that it's useful to have that dialogue? Like, are most people better off working with a current organization or are they better off starting their own? Or what kind of criteria yeah. do you help people with? So that's what I help people figure out. And I specialize in working with women entrepreneurs and executives who are already involved in, in what you're saying. They're already um, volunteering or they're giving money or writing a check every month, hopefully a big check to all the great great charities, but they, they're ready to take it to the next level. They're either ready to um, start a new organization or they're ready to start a foundation or something like that, and we could get more into that. 
But in the, at the end of the day, they want to see bigger change and more transformation in their communities. And they're not getting that from, from the volunteer activities that they're doing. Um, and that's what we dig into in my program. It's like, okay, like, let's really get, get real with like, okay, we're going to take you, Dana, and how do we bridge the gap between what you're doing through charity and changing the world? And what does that mean to you? Right. It's interesting. I'm so pulled. I, I've got so many different questions I want to ask you, but I'm thinking that your specialty then is really helping people create their own organizations or their own foundations. And when we think of that, or when I think of that, like now that I've actually worked in this animal shelter, you know, at, at a high level, in a lot of different roles, I'm thinking, oh my Lord, thank goodness I did not open yeah. my own animal shelter. Yeah, like yeah, now yeah. I get it. Like, okay, this is way not what I'm supposed to do. Right. But what you're saying is there are probably other ways you can start your own organizations without all those moving parts. Well, and you don't have to start your own organization. Actually, one of the things I would say 75% of the people who come to me say, I'm going to start a nonprofit. And I'm just like, okay, hold on a minute. What's the impact that you want to have, right? Like, is, you know, is there a way to get to that impact without starting an organization? Because exactly to your point, like once you, once you start a nonprofit, you have to feed that nonprofit. And it's a lot of work. I'm always asking people, so what is the impact that you want to have? And then what is your reality? What is, okay, what is your time reality? What is your money reality? How much time do you want to spend on this? What are the, what are the goals you have in life and how does this fit in? A lot of times we come up with, um, a plan that doesn't include starting an organization. One of the women that is featured in my Ordinary Extraordinary Changemaker series is a woman who she was in academia. She didn't want to be in academia anymore. She wanted though wanted to continue to use her education and skills and knowledge about women's rights to do something to to make change in the world. So she left academia and she went into um, a nonprofit and started working for a nonprofit as a fundraiser. But on the side, as her passion project, she is making a documentary about gender violence in her in her home country of Paraguay. So she didn't have to start an organization. She's like, she started a documentary, you know, and, and maybe when she's done with that, it'll turn into something else and maybe she'll go on to do something else. But it's not like, you know, she hasn't made a life commitment with this documentary. She's, she's chosen one thing to dig into. Well, and she's, she's still leaving a legacy. I mean, that's kind of yes. seems to be the thread here is it's about, well, what's left when I'm gone? What kind of a legacy am right. I leaving? And in that case, you don't have to have a nonprofit organization to do it. A documentary also does it. So it's yeah. a great example. I want to go back and reiterate what you said. It sounds to me like the very first question to ask yourself then is what's the impact you want to have? And then what are your time, money, realities like right now? Because if, I think if you're answering those two questions, that probably gives you the answer as to whether you should jump on somebody else's parade and be part of an organization yeah. or whether you want to do something yourself. What kind of answers do you get to the what impact do you want to have? Are people looking to usually change kind of the fabric of society or are they looking to leave a legacy or what are well, those? everything so because I choose to work with entrepreneurs and executives these are people these are women who are you know they are they dream big right 
So, so they are looking to change the game a lot of times. They are looking um, in small ways and in big ways to change the conversation. One of um, the women in my series um, started the Climate Listening Project. And the Climate Listening Project, it started small. She just started, she took her camera and just started talking to people about climate change and how it affected their lives. You know, she talks to farmers about climate change and what they see. And then she, she you know, this has grown into a big thing now and she's receiving all these awards you know so it's that kind of thing like she just knew that she had to do something about what she was seeing as far as climate change but she didn't know exactly what that was going to be and she certainly probably didn't imagine that it was going to turn into this award-winning organization and, and program and, you know and in and, and not to skip subjects too quickly but I would no, also say either. I'm going to give you a third thing that you should think of like what's your motivation you know if you do you want to own something? And if you do, if you want to own an organization, well, nobody really owns an organization, but uh, or a nonprofit at least. Um, but if you want to build something and own something, then own up to that. And maybe starting a nonprofit is your thing, or starting a social enterprise, or starting a B corporation. And um, you know, maybe these are the, one of these is the thing that you should do. If you just want. For people to say thank you because you've been in a job where nobody has said thank you to you in 20 years, then, you know, that might be a different story. Owning, you know, starting a nonprofit might not be the way you want to go because it can be a thankless job in some ways. Right. Well, and I'm wondering, too, I mean, because you work with entrepreneurs, it seems like who's more suited, you know, high powered executives or entrepreneurs to actually bring something to fruition. You know, they've got that secret recipe of being able to dream big being able to actually take action and build something from the scratch. And like you say, whether it be a nonprofit or, or something else. So I'm wondering if there's any way, sometimes in my back of my mind, I'm trying to think like some people who might be listening might think and, and it'd be like, okay, oh my gosh, this kind of makes me stressed already just thinking about adding one more thing to my full plate. You don't have to be so, Well, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering if there's a way, if there's kind of a baby step version like do you have any way any advice on what are some typical baby steps that people can take that kind of get them in the feel-good place one that comes to mind for me and I recommend this a lot with people starting businesses is just consider yourself a researcher for a while research whatever it is that you're interested in and if there's a passion to be kindling there it'll start to kindle do you see what I'm saying exactly. any any yeah. other ideas yeah or? yeah no that's exactly what I tell people like pick your issue then, then learn about it because not only will you hopefully start to kindle um, some ideas and stuff like that, you're going to learn about the issue. You, it's really dangerous to be like, I'm going to go and solve this problem if you don't know anything about it. Would you, you know, would you start to to sell cookies if you knew nothing about the cookie industry? But a lot of people, unfortunately, go into give back activities without having any idea about the issue or at least not knowing enough about the issues. So I would definitely learn, 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 and then um, and then allow yourself to be creative and allow yourself to think outside of the box. And don't say to yourself, I can't do this, or this is going to be too big, or I don't have the time, because I can guarantee you that you can figure this out, that you can find the time, and you'll be really, really, really thankful and glad that you did. 
Nice. I love all of this. Yeah, I want to reiterate what you said. Allow yourself to be creative. Allow yourself to think outside the box. Good stuff. I want to check in with our Facebook audience here. Before I do, though, because some of you might be thinking like, ooh, this is interesting, and I could see myself starting to dig into that. And if that's the case, definitely go over to KirstenBunch.com, and I'm going to spell it for you. It's K-I-R. K-I-R, Kirsten, K-I-R-S-T-E-N, Bunch, B-U-N-C-H.com. Go just a little down the page, and you're going to see a spot where you can get your own issue mapper. So just pop your email in in there, and what will happen is this will help you kind of figure out your issue, get clear, get more clarity on what you should be doing. So KirstenBunch.com, head on over there and get your free Issue member free, that's my favorite price, as you know. I love me some free. I'm going to check in. For those of you that don't know, we are here on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific time. And so if you like the show and you want to participate and ask questions and give your two cents, this is the place to do it. Be real curious about our listeners today. And even if you're listening to this on the iTunes podcast, have you thought about this? Are you doing some give back in your business already? You know, maybe it's even just a certain percentage that you give of sales, or maybe it's a product that all the proceeds go for that product, or maybe you do an event once a month or once a quarter. I'll be really curious to hear what it is, and just post it on the Facebook page or post underneath this. I'll be back in one second with Kirsten Bunch. She is the change maker of change makers, and we will be talking more about how you can do good in your world. Be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing? I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainu.com, and that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person. It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it. Where do I go again? TrainYourBrainU.com. That's TrainYourBrainU, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today. Hi, this is Dana Wild, and welcome back to the Mind Aware Show. You know, we're having a really interesting chat with Kirsten Bunch. You can find her over at kirstenbunch.com, K-I-R-K-I-R-S-T-E-N-B-U-N-C-H.com. Check out her issue mapper that's there, because Kirsten helps entrepreneurs and executives give back to their communities and give back to their worlds in a big way. She is the change maker of change makers, and she can really help you figure out what your passion is, like how do you want to give back, in what way, what impact do you want to leave? You know, do you want to leave a legacy? Do you just want to help your pet project? What is your reasoning? She can help you figure that out and then find the best way to do that with your business. It's funny, as we were away from break, I was thinking that, One of the kind of side benefits as an entrepreneur of having a give back program is that it's actually also good for business. So it's like you get to follow your passions and give back to your passions and make an impact on the world. And for me anyway, it also helps to build your business. Sometimes I know the people who follow us, they have, oh, maybe trepidation sometimes about promoting themselves. They don't want to seem like they're salesy or they don't want to see like they're marketing and all that type of thing. Well, when you have something that's so much bigger than yourself, 
it becomes very easy to get out there and grow and grow your business because you know that it's having an impact not just on growing your business, but on this bigger project that you've got. So there's just a, a lot of outside benefits that I think people don't think about when you follow your passions in the world, right? Do you see what I'm saying, Kirsten? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, not only does it like get you right in, in the right state of mind when you go to work every day, um, but it also, I mean, it is, let's, let's face it, we're, we can be, we are selfish beings, um, and it, it definitely is good for business to be helping your community. We've seen a rise of the buy one, give one model. We've seen people who are doing a lot of cause marketing. And, you know, these, these things can get pretty complex. Um, and, you know, there, there has been some question as to, you know, what, what real good they're doing. Um, and so the conversation still continues. I believe they're doing a lot of good, just to be clear. You know, in your business, what is it that you and your employees are, are passionate about? Um, what is it um, that you or, or, or start from the, the change you'd like to see? And how does your business fit into that change? Um, whether it's, you know, building playgrounds or starting a skateboard clinic for kids or or anything like, oh, I don't I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. Baking cakes. <laughs> I don't know. And definitely, it, you know, it's good for business good for the bottom line, but it's also good for you. And you're going to be much more excited about going to work every day and about, you You know, there's a sense of pride that you're going to add to your probably all business that, you know, pride that you already feel for your business that you created. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. So do you feel then that if you find something that is a fit for your business, and frankly, even if it's not, I mean, cats don't necessarily fit in with the mind aware, but I'm still pretty vocal about like, that's my thing. And here's what I'm doing. And here's how we get back. Do you suggest then that you might as well just make it part of your branding and speak about it? Like, what better way to get the word out than with your own following? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah definitely. And as long as you're going about it in a way that is looking at the, again, at the impact, the change you want to have and speaking to people, learning about the issue. So you're not just like saying, hey, everybody, we're going to, you know, we're going to collect like 300 tons of cat litter and give it to a shelter this weekend. Like maybe the shelter doesn't need that, right? So definitely look at what, you know, find out what's needed. Find out like, where you can really make a change and then focus on that. Um, but yeah, cats, cats are good. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's funny, Kirsten, when you say that, I was thinking, you know, that the reason the research is so important, too, is I think sometimes if you're not actually part of the group that could use the helping hand, what we have preconceived notions, sometimes this do-getting mentality comes out of, oh, I'm going to help those poor people. Yes. Well, maybe they aren't such poor people, you know, and so it's nice. I appreciate that you say start by educating yourself because you may be influenced by the culture and have some ideas that aren't so accurate, right? And so thank you for yeah, sharing that. Definitely. Anything you want to add to that? No, I mean, wait, I don't like saviors in my program. Like I... <laughs> I like people to come in and they want to learn and they want to give back and they want to take and, and it's kind of a two-way street or it's a multi-street street. Um, and it's, you know, because that's the beauty of it. It's not just about giving and feeling that warm glow about of giving. It's also about learning. Um, so when you are at a point in your life where you're like, I'm doing the same thing over and over again every day, it's Groundhog Day, then giving back you're going to learn something new and you can choose something to do so that you learn something new. 
Very nice. I love it. Well said. Well, gosh, I really, I just enjoy this so much, and I love the work that you're doing out in the world. If somebody's listening and uh, you want to give them a parting shot, like give them uh, some advice just for thinking about this today, what would you say? Pick your issue and take action. Take three small steps that you can do to get started. Don't think about the big thing. Don't think about, like, you're going to win a Nobel Prize if you do this. Like, just think small steps. And before you know it, you're going to be amazed at where you are. I love that. Oh, well, thank you so much, Kirsten. It's been awesome having you here. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you, everybody. You get this, don't you? I thought this was such a a prime topic for us in particular because I know you care and I know you want to make a difference in the world and I know you want to make a difference in your own life. It's fun to be living in your passions. It's fun to be making an impact. It feels good and it's good for you and it's good for business because when you're dreaming bigger and you're taking those small steps, you're living a bigger life. And when you're living a bigger life, it's easier to step up and step up and step up. again and the best part about this is you can start right now you can start today it's so easy it's as easy as just educating yourself so go ahead and do that and you know what we're going to see you next time on the mind aware Well, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but it's like, kind of like being drunk and like you got to get into your house you know like okay just walk <laughs> up the walkway you know one foot in front of the other holy free holies right Oh, they'll get my smile later. Later they'll think back. That crazy lady was smiling at <laughs> You're oh, doing yeah. the dishes and he's playing the banjo. We're talking fresh from your juicer. Each day is a new life we can create. I'm not looking at your smartphone or thinking about your next meeting, but just listening to people. If you're aware that we own a monkey, Because we're all about joy here at the Mind Aware, right?